Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So as you're listening to this, I would have just arrived in London. I'm probably suffering from jet lag (laughs) and I'm excited to be exploring all this city has to offer. It's kind of um, like I'm time traveling right now. It's a little bit weird, but I'm talking to you from the future. (laughs) But right now in this actual very moment, as I record, I'm mending what I think might be a broken toe. (laughs) I bought a couple of pairs of shoes for my trip and I've been using them as a doorstop in my bedroom until I get an actual doorstop and the other night I didn't turn on my bedside light or the stair um, like the stairway light either so it was kind of dark walked upstairs promptly kicked the boxes super hard as I went into my room. It's purple, it's swollen, and it's so freaking sore. And I'm just hoping that it settles down and I can actually put those shoes on (laughs) to go away with. Oh my God. All right. I'm praying that it's going to go away. It is. It is. I'm putting it out there to the universe. All right. So in today's episode, we're diving into limiting beliefs and how they can impact our lives. And then how you can work through your limiting beliefs and create new beliefs so that you can move forward, so that you can go on and create whatever it is in your life that you want to create. So as an example, before I launched my coaching business and even truth be told, as I started it, as it was fairly new, I believed that I was too old. I had this limiting belief that I was too old to launch a business and build it to where I wanted it to be. Now, if I'd listened to my brain when it offered me that limiting belief, I wouldn't be here talking to you now, helping clients every single day. Thankfully, I did the work that I needed to overcome it, to let it go and to unbelieve it. If you can hear my cat in the background, he's kind of talking to me. Maybe he's talking to you as well. Uh, (laughs) A client I worked with last year had a belief that if she was to make a difference in the world, it had to be big. Like it had to be go and build an orphanage or a school. But what I helped her to realize was that her helping with smaller things each week and each month will have just as big of an impact. That it's the small things that accumulate and have a ripple effect that she could never truly know. So these limiting beliefs are beliefs that stop us, right? They limit us, probably where they got the name from. So if you think limiting belief, it's a belief that's limiting my potential, that's limiting my future, right? So, but what are beliefs? 
if we just look at the word belief. Belief, a belief is just something that you've thought so often that it becomes a belief. And a belief is usually a collection of thoughts. And my clients will know, I often liken it to a tabletop, right? So you've got this tabletop belief and it's made up of the table legs, you know, a bunch of different table legs, which are the individual thoughts. And it's those individual thoughts. We think different versions of something similar and it creates this overarching belief that we have. So in my example, I'm too old to launch a business as a, you know, as a 49 year old was my overarching belief. And underneath that were thoughts like, you know, I only have 15 years left to earn and um you know potentially that's not true either but um but let's just say you know one of the thoughts was i only have like potentially 15 years left of a career people want someone younger the other examples of coaches i see on instagram are all younger there's all these thoughts all these different iterations of a very similar thing all these different thoughts all these different table legs that made up my belief that I was too old. So a limiting belief is a belief that limits you literally from achieving your true potential. And a belief is just a bunch of thoughts, bunch of table legs, right? That make up the tabletop, the belief. That's all they are. And we've created them in our brains, which is good news because it means we can uncreate them. And I'm gonna to get to that soon. But what happens is we think these thoughts, these beliefs, so, and I'm going to use in this podcast, beliefs and thoughts interchangeably. But these beliefs, these thoughts become who we are. And we don't often question, we don't often take the time to sit down or stand up, whatever. We don't often take the time to question them. They just are, they become who we are. They become subconscious. Right? And they just run through our brains, different iterations of the same, same thing runs through our brains. A lot of these limiting beliefs that we have do stem from childhood experiences and or from cultural or societal messages and also from past trauma that we may have experienced. So if you had a parent that told you that you could never become a lawyer, it's really hard to get the mark that you need from school to get into the uni degree. And then once you get it, oh my God, it's so competitive. It's really hard to get a job in law. Or maybe you had parents say that earning money is hard and people that have lots of money are selfish or they're mean. Or maybe it was a teacher that told you really in an offhand, off the cuff kind of way, throwaway comment if you like, that you weren't great at maths or English. And you took that with you and it became a belief because God forbid you should question an authority figure, right? They must be right. Or maybe it's a belief that as a woman, you need to look a certain way and be a certain size. Such a common one. And you guessed it. A lot of that comes from societal messages, from advertising, from the media. So we adopt these beliefs and a lot of the time, unconsciously as well and they get reinforced over time media continuously reinforces what 
women's body images should look like or how we're supposed to look. And look, I have to say that is getting better and there's some brands that are leading the way in that regard. But, you know, gosh, certainly for my lifetime and life, you know, my mum's lifetime, uh, it's definitely been the way, you know, this is how women should look. And it's one, it's one thing. It's one ideal that we're all supposed to adhere to. And I hope to God that that continues to change and evolve and we see different. I'm going on a bit of a tangent here about body image. This is not a body image podcast, but <laughs> it's coming up. So I'm just going with it. You know, I real, what I really, really hope is that we see more and more brands, more and more clothing labels and things like that showing us what we look like in their ads, in their social media and all of the things. And we can stop beating the shit out of ourselves. So these beliefs, going back to that, so um, they get reinforced. And I was talking about how the media continually reinforce what our women's, what our bodies should look like, how we're supposed to look. But the reinforcement can also be internal, that constant chatter in our brains. And I often like it to a ticker tape, you know, on the bottom of, uh, if you're in Australia, you, I think they have this in America as well, like the Today Show, the, the little ticker tape that runs along the bottom. Or sometimes I'll imagine that it's a river and all of my thoughts are going down the river but it's that constant chatter in our brains. You know, I'm not good at maths. I can't be a lawyer. It's too hard. I can't start a business at 49. I'm too old. And then, like I said, be different iterations of those thoughts as well, different versions of the same thing that'll go to reinforce that limiting belief. And these limiting beliefs are often steeped in self-doubt, in fear of failure or fear of success, not often talked more well, not talked about as often or imposter syndrome you know who am I to be a coach at 49 and that's why they're called limiting right because we if we have self-doubt if we have fear if we have imposter syndrome we limit ourselves in our potential because we'll probably stay right where we are we're too bloody scared to do anything so how exactly do these limiting beliefs hold us back Oh my God, in so many ways. And you might already, your brain might already be kicking into action and thinking of some examples in your own life, some of the limiting beliefs that you have. It can mean that we don't take the action that we want or need to take. As I just said, we stay right where we are. Which means we can miss opportunities like new jobs. like starting a business, creating a new friendship, or perhaps a romantic relationship. It can hold us back from creating wealth. The money example from parents that I mentioned a moment ago, that belief since you're a child about how hard it is to make money and people with money are selfish and, and mean can hold us back from creating wealth in, adult, in our adulthood. So we're limiting our potential in so many areas of our lives. You're not allowing yourself to become that badass, strong, powerful, most true version of you. And that bites the big one. Really, it does. I don't want that for you. I don't want your limiting beliefs to stop you from going after what it is you want. I don't want that for any woman. But here's the good news. You can overcome 
your limiting beliefs. Now, I'm not saying it's easy uh, and that it's going to happen overnight, although it can and does. It might take a bit of time, but like anything that's worth having, they say, it can take time, it can take effort. You don't get the, the headstand in yoga from going to one yoga class. You don't get the trim taught physique from going to one Pilates class, right? You don't learn Spanish after one Spanish lesson. You get, you get the hint? Is there enough examples there? You know what I mean, right? Sometimes, like anything, it can take practice. So the first step, like anything, is awareness. Understanding what your limiting beliefs are. Throwing back the hood that is your brain and having a look at what's going on in there. And to do that, all you need to do is grab out a journal and a pen or a piece of paper, whatever it is, your computer if you want, your phone, grab your notes app on your phone and write down something that you'd like to do, something that you'd like to achieve or something that you'd like to have and then write down all the reasons that you don't believe it's possible for you. It could be, I'm too old. I'm not smart enough to do fill in the gaps. I'm just a shy person. I can't fill in the gaps. I'm just not good at relationships. That was mine, just by the way, for a long time. I'm just not good at relationships. And I worked on that. I don't trust people. Whatever it is for you, they're your limiting beliefs. So get them out of your head and onto paper because then you can look at them more objectively. You can, you can explore them more and really start to question them. So now, once you've got awareness around them, once they're on a piece of paper or a phone, I prefer pen and paper, I always say. I like that brain to kind of pen to paper connection. But once they're out of your brain, you can explore them and you can, you know, look at where does that belief come from. You might not know where that originates from and that's completely fine. You don't have to know where it comes from to be able to move past it. But maybe, you know, if you do know, where does that belief come from? Do I remember when it first started? And again, it doesn't matter if you don't, it's okay. Because your beliefs could be passed down from parents. They could have, you could have taken on this belief before you, you know, um, you had the cognition to, to remember it. It could come from caregivers from school or from potential past trauma. What you want to do is accept them. Accept those limiting beliefs to be there. You're a human freaking being. Of course, you're going to have limiting beliefs. So accept that they are there. Don't fight them or try to push them away. Doing that is like ignoring a toddler in the backseat of a car. And if you're a mum that's had children, you know what I mean, right? What happens when you ignore a toddler in the backseat of the car? Or try and, you know, push it away, try and ignore it. They just get louder and louder, right? Louder and louder and louder and more annoying. And that's the same thing that happens with our thoughts, with our beliefs. The more you try and push them away or fight them, the more they're going to come back and bite you and get louder and louder. But what you can do is decide whether you want to continue to believe it or not. Am I okay? Am I okay with this belief? Yes or no? And if you want to keep it, great. But I'd be asking yourself why you want to keep it. But if you don't want to keep it, you can ask yourself, is this really true, this belief that I have? Is it true that I'm too old? Is it, too, is it true that I can't go back and study for a new career because I'll go backwards financially? Like, is it really true? 
Why? Why is it true? Why do you think it's true? And who said it's true? Who said you're too old to go back and study for a new career? Another note, if your limiting beliefs are from past trauma, you'll need to heal that trauma to move on. Because like I mentioned in a previous episode on trauma, if trauma isn't healed, it will just keep repeating the same, same patterns on and over and over and over and over again until it finds completion, until it's processed in your body. And like I've mentioned before, that could be through things like tapping or embodiment work to process that trauma in your nervous system, to stop that pattern from continuing to happen, allow, that, allow your body to complete the trauma and heal so that you can move forward. And then from here, you can go on to create new beliefs. So if you don't wanna believe you're too old, what do you wanna believe instead? So for me, it was, I'm the perfect age to become a coach. I'm the perfect age for my people, right? I have all the wisdom of my 50, back then it was 49, of all my 49 years on this earth that I can share and help people with. I'm the perfect age to become a coach. And I let go of that old belief and I 100% believe that now. And now I'm 53, soon to be 54. And I don't think I'm too old, not for one freaking second. Because I did the work. This work that I'm sharing with you today is the work that I did to overcome that limiting belief and create new beliefs. I walk the talk, people. Someone said that to me recently. They're like, you walk the talk. I'm like, yeah, I actually do. <laughs> I freaking do. Everything I'm suggesting for you guys to do the work that I'm suggesting that you do, the practices that I always share and recommend are all things that I do myself. So I do, I walk the talk. And so some examples from my clients have been things like, my envi- I thought this was the belief, right? My environmental efforts need to be big to make an impact. And we worked through that, we unraveled it and we built a new belief that was, my environmental work helps so many people and has a huge ripple effect. And guess what? My client went from not doing anything to help the environment because of that belief to going out and doing regular beach cleanups, river cleanups. She talks to people all the time about the environment because she now knows that everything that she does helps a lot of people and has a ripple effect, even the small things. She doesn't have to go build an orphanage. So now she's doing that work and doing it on a regular basis and she knows how much it's helping. Another one, I'm not good enough to be in a relationship and to be loved. So that was the initial belief and we got it to a point where I'm becoming the type of person who can be loved. Now with this one, we had to add in that softener. I'm becoming the type of person rather than I am because she just didn't believe it. She wasn't ready to believe that she is that person. So we softened it and we said, I'm becoming the type of person because she didn't believe that she was good enough yet. So we started with that and we worked her way towards believing that she was good enough. So come up with a bunch of new thoughts to create your new belief. Come up with those table legs to create your new tabletop. And then you have to practice them, like I said, using tools that I talk about here on the podcast and social media all the time, things like journaling, 
sticky notes on your computer or on your mirror, meditation, talking out loud, recording yourself on your phone and listening to it back. There's so many different ways. You don't have to choose one. You can choose a bunch. It doesn't have to be the same every day. There's no rules around this. You could do it for five minutes a day. You could do it for 20 minutes a day. The next day, you could leave it the next day. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. The other thing is remember that those old limiting beliefs might pop back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> and that's okay. You're a human. You've had those beliefs perhaps for a long, long time. And they don't necessarily crumble quickly. It might take work. It might take practice. And it might take, and it will take acceptance that it might take a while. They're unconscious. You've got to make them conscious. And that's where true change can begin. All right. So to recap, we've talked about what limiting beliefs are and where they come from. Then we talked about the, all the different ways that limiting beliefs can hold us back, all the different areas of in our, in our life, the opportunities that we might miss. And I've given you some practical ways that you can start overcoming your limiting beliefs so that you can create whatever it is you want to create and become that badass, strong, powerful creator you're here to be. And one final word is that it's never too late to work on your limiting beliefs. Lord, I'm still working on mine at 53. They're different now, right? You clean up one <laughs> and another one comes up, right? Because we're human and that's just what happens. You're never too old to work on your limiting beliefs and work on your mindset. All right, my loves, if you think this podcast might help someone that you know, please, please share it with them. And if you want help working through your limiting beliefs, because sometimes this work is easier, it's faster uh, to, be, to be you know, supported by someone else. So if you want help with that, if you want help overcoming them and creating whatever it is that you want to create in your life, please send me a DM over on Instagram at Kaya underscore Hunter, K-A-I-A underscore Hunter. Um, we can just have a chat. Uh, you can ask me questions. We can book a call in for an actual chat um, if that's what you'd like to do. And we can get started on this work when I get back from the UK. All right, until then, have the best week ever and I will see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide. Stop letting fear hold you back. Start feeling confident and brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.